Hello, everyone. Welcome. You're listening to Brokenness to Blessings podcast today. And my name's Janet Lynn Garcia. And the purpose of Brokenness to Blessings is to lead and guide you into a place where you can have an intimate relationship with Father God, our Heavenly Father. Maybe you don't know anything about Him, or maybe you just are getting to a place in your life where you're seeking more. I could tell you from personal experience, I was seeking more several years ago. Most of my life, it was brokenness, it was loneliness, it was rejection, it was resentment, it was neglect and abandonment, uh, it was fear. If you're dealing with any type of fear, I want to encourage you that there's answers. There's a new life that you could actually have to combat any fear. I was a former Marine many years ago, and I served in the military for eight years. And we were taught physical warfare. If you're going to go in a forward deployment situation, we were taught how to prepare for our enemy in the desert land. My first duty station was the deserts of Yuma, Arizona, and we used to practice being in a forward deployment situation. And so I want to encourage you, there is a physical, you know, battle to our life, but there's more, you know, there's more for you to learn and understand that you can have a life that allows you to be equipped for any type of battle that you may face and what we're facing and what so many people don't understand is a spiritual warfare if you haven't listened to the former podcast i want to encourage you to go there you're here a little bit of the history of brokenness to blessing i got very frustrated in my life and i had just had an unspiritual awakening and encounter and it just took me into uh, a new depth, a new understanding of who uh, God was, but really my savior. I was starting to have a relationship. I was starting to take the word of God seriously. I wanna help draw your eyes and ears and attention to the word of God. It's so powerful. It's a double-edged sword, piercing joint and marrow. And most importantly, the Bible tells us in Romans 12, 1 and 2, do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You must, you must understand and be a hearer of the word of God and not a doer only. You have to learn how to not just drink the word like a little baby, but to eventually build yourself up where you're having six course meals in the word of God. And I just want to encourage you, if you don't have a Bible, you must get one. I encourage you to get a new spirit-filled life Bible. It is absolutely amazing. It's a study Bible. And it has actually been feeding me the last six years just tremendously. So I want to encourage you with that is there is hope. There is healing. There is deliverance to be had. And you have to take the steps. Nobody else could do it except for you. So if you're feeling tired, you're destitute, you're feeling just, 
you know, your life is completely destroyed. You know, one of uh, there's a lot of, I say, I have a lot of favorite Bible verses, but there's an awesome one in the Word of God, and it is in John. So let me just pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you so much for this Word. Let this Word fall on good ground and bear good fruit in the hearts and minds of your children, men and women listening all around the world. I thank you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. So as I was mentioning, you may be in a very physical and spiritual battle, but you can't see, you can't, you don't understand who your adversary is. Well, here he is right here. The word says in John 10, 10, that the thief come does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. So ask yourself, what is being stolen from me right now? What is being killed in my life? And what is being destroyed? You know, God doesn't do these things. It is your enemy, the adversary. And then he continues, Jesus continues in his words. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. See, I wasn't living a life of super abundance, excessive, overflowing, surplus, over and above, more than enough, profuse, extraordinary, above the ordinary, more than sufficient. I wasn't living that kind of life and that life is for you to have. And so I pray that your ears would be open to hear this word, to get it deep and root, deeply rooted into your heart and into your spirit, your spirit, man. The Bible also talks about that the, the rivers of living water, see, there's the spirit of truth who no one can see or understand. He's like the wind. We see the wind uh, through the trees moving right now. There's no leaves on the tree. I live on the East Coast. There's no leaves on the trees right now. Unless it's a certain type of tree. Of course, there's still leaves there. But they're dry. You know, and, you, and they've fallen to the ground. They've been blown away by the wind. And you can see the wind right now. You could see the wind blowing through the trees. But that's the spirit of the living God, the Ruach breath of God that you can get to know and have guidance and have power and have authority over those spirits, your enemy, the adversary, stealing, killing and destroying your life. And so I hope you're encouraged to know that seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added onto you. You have no idea if you don't understand the authority that we have by the precious blood of Jesus Christ that was bore to save us and redeem us for the remissions of the sins of the world. Jesus came to not condemn the world, but to save us. But yet an adversary would be speaking in your ear to tell you just the opposite. He would be saying, there is no God. There's no one who saves you. You've got to see a God in order to believe. You've got to worship idols. You've got to worship statues. You have, All he wants, listen, all he wants is to bring deception and lies into your life. And so if we'll open up our eyes and our ears to see and to hear what the Spirit of the living God is saying, He's saying, come and get to know me. Get to know my love. Love covers a multitude of sin. Love casts out fear. Love 
love, the agape love, the unconditional love of the Father who gave us the only begotten Son, His only begotten Son, to save the world, not to condemn it, to save you, not to condemn you. But here's your adversary pointing out fingers all the time and speaking lies and untruths and weaving webs of deception and bringing guilt, shame, and condemnation. The Bible also says there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. So have you made Jesus the Lord of your life? Have you invited him into your heart to make him your savior? Because everybody needs a savior. I needed a savior. I was so destitute. I was so broken in every sense of the word. But I invited him into my heart and made him the Lord of my life. And I invited Holy Spirit to be a part of me, to infill me, indwell me, to become the temple of the Holy Spirit that dwells inside me, that is my counselor, my helper. Jesus said he had to leave this earth. He ministered for three years. He had to leave this earth to go to be seated in heavenly places. And he was going to send us an helper that gives us power and authority and anointing and Uh, gives us wisdom and knowledge and understanding and the fear of the Lord. Oh my goodness, there's so much to know. I want the Bible, as I speak scripture sometimes, I want the Bible to speak for itself, to be used to touch you in such mighty way, to draw you near. Oh, let's just read that. Let me just turn to James chapter four. Here's the very first step. That would be so helpful for you to step into that new life. Okay, here we are. I'm turning to James chapter 4. So let's get our sword of the spirit, the word of God out. Let's dust it off. Let's get it off our shelves. One of my friends, one time I asked her if she had a Bible. And she's like, well, I think my grandma gave it to me. And it's in my garage in a box somewhere. Oh my goodness. Get the double-edged sword, piercing joint and marrow. Get the sword of the spirit out and let's turn to it. Because the Lord will start to speak to you. And he will start to guide and lead your path. And you will begin to live that abundant life that I so highly speak of so highly Jesus spoke of in the scriptures what's our first step humility cures worldliness therefore we're in James chapter 4 turn I'm sorry let me just read James chapter 4 for us today where do wars and fights come from among you do they do not come from your desires for pleasure that war in your members you lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot, and cannot, and cannot um, obtain. You fight in war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and you do not be, you do not receive because you ask amiss, that you may spend it on your pleasures. Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously. He gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Here's our steps in verse seven. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. 
Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. He will lift you up. Do not speak evil of one another, brethren. He who speaks evil of a brother and judges his brother speaks evil of the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. Who are you to judge another? I mean, this is so good. This is so good. God wants us to know that our deliverance comes out of, and, and you get freedom from this oppression of the enemy. To resist the devil is to submit to God. A loving God who doesn't, you know, he may spank you a little bit. You may feel a spanking. You know, the Bible says that he chastises. God chastises those that he loves and he loves us all. And sometimes we do need a good spanking. I know I did. Uh, someone just asked. I can't believe my husband told me that when he was young, he was spanked in school. Well, I can recall I was in such rebellion that I was spanked by the principal one time. And it was a big, thick, wooden with holes in it. And I got a couple whackings with that from the very principal back in the day. I may be dating myself, but that's okay. But so... Anyway, what I'm saying is that sometimes God just wants us to come so that we could see the error of our ways. And it's a good thing for him to want to want to show us the error of our ways, that we could turn our eyes from the world and turn our eyes towards him, seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then all these things would be added unto us. So I hope that encourages you. This is an encouragement to lift you up that sometimes we are number one, our eyes are in the world systems. Our, our, our attentions are on other things. Um, you know, we're in, we're in negative relationships. God's trying to get your attention and he's saying, come to me, just come to me, just come to me and let me, let, let me lavish you with my love. And correction sometimes, speaking the truth that we don't want to hear, sometimes that comes in love. It is his ultimate love to love us beyond what we could even think or imagine. To draw near to him and he will draw near to us, cleansing our hands and purifying our hearts. He loves a contrite heart. There's a man in the Bible, an awesome story is King David. He went into the most utter sinful just nature he sinned as the king of Israel he got lustful eyes after Bathsheba when he was supposed to be at war and instead he stayed behind and he was tempted and he took this woman who was married and he had sex with her and they had a baby and then he devised this plan to kill plot and plan and kill her husband while he was in battle to cover up his sins but there was a prophet that was speaking and told him the error of his ways and said God sees what you're doing and God sees us he knows what we're doing he knows where our hearts are he knows where our lives are and he's saying come to me and I want to see you make a clean slate and make things right in your life 
And so, um, and so it's an opportunity for us together collectively to say, Lord, please forgive me. Please forgive me. I want to make you the Lord of my life. I want to invite you into my heart. I want to learn of your word. I want to learn of your ways. Your ways are higher than my ways. Your thoughts are higher than my thoughts and your plans are higher than my plans. And if I will come to you in submission, living a surrendered life, that you will show up in mighty ways and change my life and change the course of my life. Not to go around a mountain over and over and over again. Not to go down one path and zigzag and cross over and do all these things. No, to have your path lighted by the very presence of God telling you where to go, what to do. It is his very spirit that will do that for you as a helper, as a comforter, and as a counselor. We have that in the full Trinity, God, the Father, Jesus, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I just want to speak a special prayer over you that anyone listening to the sound of my voice would receive this word and that it will go deeply rooted in your heart. And that if you have any questions, you want to reach out to me, uh, you can reach out to me, JanetGarciaInspire.com. I've recently written a book and it's called Thirst No More, The Missing Drink to Your Thirsty Soul. You must be thirsty. You must be destitute by now. But we want to help. We want to help you learn and grow and step in to the journey and the path that God has in store for you. And if you have, again, you want to reach out to me, you can reach me at JanetGarciaInspire.com or look for Brokenness to Blessing, B2B, Be Set Free on Facebook. Uh, There's a lot of writing. There's a lot of teaching. There's a lot of learning. Please stay here. Keep coming on to the podcast. We want you to be blessed. I want you to be blessed immensely and just allow the word of God to saturate you from head to toe, inward, outward, everywhere in your life that you will be a a hearer of the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And that this podcast is Christ-centered, it is Word-centered, it is God-centered, and it is Holy Spirit-centered. It is the full Trinity. I want you to know, I don't want you to miss any piece, pieces of the puzzle. So God bless you, and I hope again you will come on to the podcast, keep listening, share this podcast with someone that you love. And most importantly, the biggest ultimate message here is to accept to submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from your life. And that you can understand and know the very uh, super abundant life that Jesus said he came to give you. So God bless you. We love you very much. Love you very much. God loved me first. He gave me his son. And now I can love others as he's called me to love. And that is the also the ultimate message is the love and the peace of God that passes all understanding to guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. So we'll see you next time as we grow in light, love, and his wisdom. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Brokenness to Blessings podcast. God bless you.
Bye-bye.